Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Strawberry alarm clock with Jim Jim and Nobby. Strawberries! It is Wednesday morning. It's the 16th of December, or it's Wednesday, whatever time to you. And that is Keen. Yeah. A lovely highlight that was, them doing an L jingle for us. They came in and then they went on holidays. It was great. They're back together now, aren't they? Uh, yeah, I believe so, yeah. They're, they're a lot, they've had many issues, the band. You know, they've had their ups and downs. But that's sometimes what makes a good band. They've yeah. lived. Yesterday we spoke about my hair at length, Nobby. No uh, pun intended. And uh, we uh, discussed your hair. But somewhere in between... That doesn't take as long. ...is the man who is out there out there on Tinder receding. He's got these, the beginnings of his hair is losing. So you mean his profile picture's on, on his Tinder account and he's gone bald? No, but on his Tinder account, he has lots of hair. Oh. He's combing it forward or he's wearing a hat. And it's called hat fishing. Because this hat has happened to fishing. a 23-year-old Londoner. His hair is going... He's not bald yet, but... You know, it's taking longer and longer to wash his face, as Harry Hill this, used to say. Look at this. And he has said that when he puts up, the, you know, his receding hairline, or he puts up the hat or the comb over, he gets a much, much, much stronger... Look at me now. ...reaction. Yeah, there you go. Much stronger reaction to from the ladies. He says a higher quality of lady fancies the hat fish. So how would you describe now? And you can be honest, you know, we know yeah. it for a long time. Yeah. I've put a beanie hat on my head... It's not the warmest. See, it's not. I, I can't judge that because I know, you know you. Right. I know you. So it's for Does people. It take years off me though. I see. To me, it looks just like you with a hat. Okay, I'll take it off. But so. if you were swiping right, yeah, there you go. If you're swiping right, I would probably swipe with the hat. <laughs> Thanks. No, I'm just being honest. So why this, though? This, but why? once they get to know you, see, this is the thing. Once they get to know you, they don't care about the, this hair or not. Then. But what is it that makes people, society, more inclined? Because we are programmed to. Yeah. Uh, not like although we're all flawed we're programmed to look down on people for physical flaws whether yeah. they're fat bald exactly. spotty skinny bad teeth what I- what's not, in us because kids don't babies aren't born like that and people who meet on the phone or online and stuff who don't know what each other looks like and they fall in love they don't care when they meet up I know hang on now oh, they don't really care as much I know someone who was chatting away recently oh. and then when they saw what they really looked like. Uh-oh. They were like... They were very polite. Now they made their excuses and everything. Yeah. If it's, if it's but I think the messages may have stopped. Well, anyway, this is what is called hat fishing. If you are combing over or wearing a hat or misleading the other people uh, that you're meeting for well, that's, that's just plain old-fashioned catfishing, but hat fishing is a good one. So this guy, he's a Londoner and he's 23 and he's had a couple of dates and everything was going great. He says, like, you just, you get a much better, he says, I look better with hair than without, and I get much more, I get better reactions and better matches when I have the hatfish, mm. as opposed to the real. So he has the comb over going on, but he's been on dates where everything's going great, and then it'd be a very big gust of wind. They go, oh, your, your hair goes back a good bit there, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, but first impressions count, right? And if if the way they see you is online rather than in person. That's the first impression. Yeah. You know, you can't then say, oh, that didn't count because we're now... So, it is... Like, it's it's odd to mislead people over because the first thing I'd imagine, certainly what I would do, I'd go, oh, that's not... That's false advertising. Well, it not really isn't. It isn't. Like, I mean, if you think about it, if, if you met somebody and you fell in love and then after a few dates they said, look, I've got six toes, you wouldn't care. <laughs> you wouldn't. It was like I you, know, you loved them at that stage. Someone with six toes. Yeah, you'd what? After six dates, you'd love no, them. No, no, no. If you loved them, if you if you met yeah. them and got to know, know them and fell in love, you wouldn't care if they had but, receding hairlines or 
you know you're setting yourself up first of all to be a bit of a spoofer mm-hmm. in my eyes because they'll meet we you we all spoof in some way uh, or other. yeah but like this wearing a hat when you're and, and have a little bit of tuft coming out the front to suggest you've loads of hair and then you're totally bald with a little, little Kenny Cunningham yeah, like, and the thing is, you're better off getting that stuff out in the open to begin with, and and that's what I mean. If the opening to begin with is in online and in an app, you're better off because yeah, but see, if you, I'm just thinking of you on Tinder, say right, yeah, you look very angry, and you're bald. I am both but, of those, but you're things. not very angry. You're a nice guy, so you know I, I wouldn't necessarily put on I wouldn't put on a unbelievable style wig or anything, but you could, you know, you could. It wouldn't be the best selling point for you. And then when they get to know you, they don't care whether you have hair or bald, and they probably like the baldness in the end. I think it suits you the baldness in the end. Yeah, but what no, I but mean like, is, if they're, I, if I they're just being think superficial and, and you know, I don't like baldies, some some women go mad for baldies. Uh, yeah, I know, I know. But I just think if I then cover this up on a Tinder picture, and then I meet you in person, and you go, Jesus, that's not that's that's a different fifty percent head. I well, just think you're 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 feeling not the only biggest person you're feeling there is yourself. Well, see, this is the thing: you are not this type of person. You're just not be honest. You're not a comb. You've never been a comb over kind no, of guy. God you've never no. been a kind of I'm going to hide this kind of guy. Comb overs are shocking. Like, I promise you, you will look lads. If you listen to this and you have a comb over, you will look better with it just shaved. And that thing that you have at the front of your of your like if you if you're very if you're receding, but you have a little bit at the front because like, see it that just looks like an island. Like in the mirror, it looks it looks okay, but. To everyone else, it looks like, you know, a really bad Mr. T. And the thing is, because it's making you feel a little bit better about yourself, because you look in the mirror and you can see a bit of hair, that's not enough, because everyone else is laughing at you. Wow. Okay. Wow. Okay, take it from Nobby. That's the whole point, and I've spoken to someone professional about this, and they discussed this whole fellas that if they can do anything for you with hair... They might say, "Look, I can just give you something at the front. If you, if if that makes you feel better about yourself, fine. Everyone else is going to think, right? Mm. What under? I so I don't know, but I I just think um I think catfishing in general is, is weird. Be honest, don't don't put up a photograph of you from five years ago. You're if, better off being yourself if yeah. you're two stone heavier. There's yes. nothing wrong with being two. Just just because when you meet the person, then it's gonna you're gonna put a negative thing on." What would have probably even been just like okay, I we're now meeting on the basis of everything being transparent mm. so that would be my weird advice I know it's a superficial world it is I know there's apps that can make you have a six pack well that girl you know that she saw the guy and decided I don't want to I don't want to spend any more time even talking to him she's just going on sort of physical attractiveness she's it's not happening so she's not wasting anyone's yeah. time she's away and I know it's it's uh, 2020 and we should say oh but it's about on the inside of course it is so that's what exactly what it is but you have to find the person as well you do like yeah You'd like to think. So you've never been the, the come-over kind of guy, so... You're the, no. So Larry David on Kirby Enthusiasm. Yeah. It, it was a very good episode. I mean, look at him. He's married to Cheryl. She's a he's cracker. married to Cheryl, yeah. Um, so he's very pro-bald, <laughs> right? And he, 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 like, he hives, high-fives other, other baldies. Like, he feels a, a brotherly love towards baldies. Yeah. And he hires a chef. He has a restaurant at one stage, and he hires a chef, and the chef's a baldy. And he he hires him because pretty much because he is a ball. He's like, I love this guy. He looks like me. And then the first night for work, this guy shows up in a wig and he fires him. <laughs> so what are you doing? You're letting us all down. You're fired. Get out. So I think that's that's your way of thinking. Speaking of being fired, Tom Cruise threatened to fire a good few people today. The video going around. Um, somebody on the crew of Mission Impossible in London. They weren't adhering to social distancing, and Tom lost his shit. Yeah, fair play to him as well. Don't mess with Tom. His argument side was, you know, it's people putting their families through college and school and paying bills. This is not about me. I mean, he's getting well paid, but uh, he's some of the normal people that work on a movie set. We'll speak to a train driver and a female train driver who was proposed to in a beautiful way. And speaking of islands of hair, uh, also today, the big story is the guy, the jet ski dude who went to the Isle of Man looking for a bit of action. We spoke about it a couple of times. It's a bit of a laugh. It's a great story. We're still we're still not finished with it. I think this is going to go on and on. We'll also have um, Instagram. We'll have a uh, Tinderella panto and lots more. There's also more romance, but this didn't end end in a prison cell. Uh, Paula, who's a train driver for Irish Rail, and something happened to her yesterday. You may or may not have seen I, this. I all did over. mention that. I, I've noticed that you don't sorry, listen to sorry, me in this intro. No, I'm thinking about because <laughs> when you start telling what's coming up on the show podcast yeah, bit I'm wondering yeah. then are we finished 
or are we still is there anything more to talk about is what is what I'm saying I mean for regular listeners this extra bit the amount of times I've said I'm going to send off to sit for my allergy test and you keep calling it DNA it's not DNA I'm not sending off DNA have you, you, sent, have you sent the hair off I filled out the form and I have the postcode thing to send it off I just need to get a bag and some hair everyone's using postcodes now by the way because of uh, getting yeah. shopping deliveries yeah. they're 50% up I know mine off by heart do you know yours no I have to I look know. it up every time. I know. I, a good place to stick it is in the back of a drawer. What? Stick your sticker. You get a postcode sticker. Stick so it just on, put it on the note on your phone. Stick it in the back of a, of a drawer. Over where you keep the, the cups. In the back of that drawer. You can always look there. Next time you're ordering something <laughs> online that you really do don't you need. Where do you keep yours? Where do you keep yours? Anyway. That cost 38 million to set that up, by the way. Wow. Yeah. Well, it's worth every penny. It is now. Just like this podcast, which is free... Enjoy. We'll talk to you on Thursday's episode. There's a woman coming up in a minute who's a train driver for Irish Rail. And she yeah, we, we mentioned that. <laughs> Works every time. Dublin 7-4. It is the Strawberry Alarm Clock. Good morning. It's Wednesday. It's the 16th of December. Wednesday. Wednesday. And it's uh, halfway through the month. Nine, way, nine days to go. Halfway through the month. Uh, I think, yeah. The, and how many sleeps is it till the end of this year? Get, get this year out of the way. Uh, 31 minus 16 Stucker Stucker Yeah Stucker Stuck and star Jack Grealish Has been handed A nine month driving ban And been fined 91,000 euro And he's blamed His crash Because of his footwear <laughs> What was he wearing Nobby What was he wearing uh, Flip flops It wasn't flip flops By the way You can't Just uh, Just so you're aware Jack You can't blame Your footwear On your bad driving You chose to put if it was bad footwear on your feet. The Aston Villa captain hit two parked cars as he moved his Range Rover to avoid being clamped in March. What was he wearing? Was it Yeezys? It wasn't Yeezys. It wasn't his football boots. That would have been my first say, Yeah, it was his football boots. Yeah, I'm flip oh, he's slippers. He's going to get in with his mucky boots. Slippers. It was slippers, yes. He was wearing slippers. So he sees the clampers, whatever, and runs down in his slippers. Yeah. Police spotted him driving around 98 miles an hour. What? Tailgating other motorists. This, this, back, back this is avoiding the clampers. This is a different thing. Police said, uh, case it's shocking, a role model has repeatedly behaved in an illegal and reckless manner. CCTV footage shows Grealish crash as he reversed at speed in March. Uh, you're not playing the slippers then, Jack. A witness claimed the star smelt of alcohol, slurred his words and was unsteady on his feet after the collisions. I was going to defend him and say, well, yeah, I can see how slippers, they could slip off the brake or something because they're, they're not proper... You know, there's no grip on them but uh, if he was speeding and there, like if you were just moving your car for the clampers you're not driving it they weren't speed. even the same slippers there were two different slippers oh this happens to all of us the image shows Grealish wearing mismatching slippers on the street he's wearing a hoodie and some shorts so he obviously <laughs> ran down uh, his barrister John blamed the collision on the bizarre footwear it was stupid for him to get into the vehicle with that footwear on it was inappropriate footwear for driving yeah whatever if you literally didn't, you know, you, you did a bit of bumper damage to a car because your foot slipped with slippers, I'd believe that. Have you ever driven with no shoes on? Yeah. Coming back from the beach or whatever, it's, yeah. it's not, not nice, is it? Probably safer than slippers. Yeah. The natural grip of your... Some people run in their bare feet. I don't like wearing big heavy boots driving either. I like to have a bit more of a feel. Of you need a bend. You need, you need to a bend. bend. You do. Yeah. You need if, a bend. If, if it forces your heel and your toe, it's, yeah, not... Is that what you asked for in the shoe shop? Yeah, bring me some of them with a bend. So do you yeah, know how I am? How much of a fine did you get? Ninety-one grand. Yeah. See, that's that's just you wouldn't get ninety-one grand just for, you know. Sorry, my foot slipped. I was trying to reverse into a spot. That's probably a day's wages to him as well. Hmm. Um, they're back. The owners of Dublin Shelburne Hotel have reinstated the four statues removed in the in the belief that two of them represented slave women. Turns out they didn't. A historian got in touch and said, "No, no, they're not slave women. They're princesses." The city council informed. Uh, all the figurines taken down from the iconic premises last July should be put back up by the end of December. So I think they're back up now. They had to uh, they had to get permission from W City Council to put them back up, though, even though they've been there for eighteen sixty seven. They've been standing there. Wow! I think they've done a bit of refurbishment on them as well while they were down. Yeah, they look very well. They get knocked down, but they get up again. They're very beautiful, whoever they are. They are. Uh, you see, this is uh, that is a classic example of of uh, not just twenty twenty, just kind of the modern world. You know, yeah. Down, get it down, get it down. We, we won't worry about whether it's factual or not later. So the um, the Black Lives Matter movement, uh, I don't think they, I don't think they were involved. I think this was a kind of a 
It was around that time, though. They were taking it down just in, just in case it offended. Well, it was anybody. slavery, and yeah, yeah. Somebody said they're slave. We should take them down, but it turns out they're not. They're um, princesses from uh, they're Nubian princesses, and they're from Nubia, which is a rival kingdom to ancient Egypt. So um, they're back anyway, and they're holding up the lampshades and. 1867. So they went on a little holiday. They're there since 1867. In all bit that of a weather. Scrub, bit of a wash down. Think of it like your great, great, great grandparents probably saw them going up. Yeah. And they went away for what a few they months. They were, they, went, they were taken down at the beginning of the lockdown. And now they're back. Is this a sign that we're coming back? No, Jim. They were taken down in July or something. Oh, okay. Lockdown began in March. I'm looking for any kind of sign. From tomorrow morning, skills will close. That was March 15th or something. Or <laughs> Hello Resistance from Washington. So a man, you've got to look, I mean, his oh, girlfriend is in the Isle of Man. He hasn't seen her in months. Screw this lockdown, sick of it. I did get to see her, but now that made it worse because I miss her even more. And because the Isle of Man is an island, they wanted to try and keep it very low with COVID. How far is it? I've been to the Isle of Man, but I can't remember how long. I went on a ferry. This it's guy. halfway across, isn't it? He took a jet ski and drove at full throttle for 40 minutes, or skied for 40 minutes. 40 minute jet ski? You'd be knackered after that. Well, your wrist would be sore, yeah. Your bum would be sore as well, and it'd be like cycling. You'd be getting, yeah, you'd be bouncing off the waves. You'd have a wet, sore bum arriving in Douglas. He's a roofer, so he's a, he had actually been working uh, on the Isle of Man. Well, well, used to sitting on his bum then. Helping them out. Uh, he crossed the RSC in a jet ski to visit his girlfriend and has been jailed for four weeks mm. for putting the population of the Isle of Man at risk from COVID-19. Dale McLaughlin, who's 28, left uh, Withorn, Dumfries and Galloway on Friday night. Just gone. Never having ridden a jet ski before. First time. Oh, well that's, that's... First time. That's, like that's, I, uh, he could have killed himself as well. Yeah. I've been on one in Thailand and the water was calm. And you're still bouncing off waves. You are still whacking your arse off the, the seat of it. But it's okay if you're sort of lashing around Dublin Bay. But like going yeah. out, in, going out into the Irish Sea, that's it gets choppy. Oh, don't lash around Dublin Bay. The, the uh, port police will come after you. I've been had encounters. They're the boy racers of the sea. They are. So they're not. They're neither sailors nor uh, seamen. They're just muppets. It was a twenty-five mile. Four and a half hour journey in bad weather. Oh, come on, it's very, it's kind of romantic though. When he gets to the shoreline, he still has to walk another fifteen miles. Jesus Christ! She's to amazing. her house. This is amazing. Now, now the, apart from nearly killing himself and nearly and giving everyone COVID and the other man, this is very romantic. He only met her in September, while he was doing the roofing in the other man. Now. I know COVID is very serious. I know the Isle of Man is somewhere small that they want to try and keep it out. But would the judge not have shown some leniency? Like, and what? Like, did she tell him to do this? Did I, she say like, if you come to the Isle of Man, I don't know. you won't believe what her, happens to your pal? Picture of her from her Instagram. She's lovely. She's gorgeous. I can see why you missed her so much. But we've all, Jesus, we've all been man. lonely. We've, you know, a lot of people have had to. It's a bit a like Sing Street where they take that it, little dinghy at the end. It's a very strange ending if you don't mind saying it. To go to Wales. It's like, the stand line's going to cream you out of it, buddy. Yeah, so, it's a strange ending, that. Uh, <laughs> so the, who, the way he how got, did they catch him? Catch here's him. the thing. The way they caught him. The two of them went to a nightclub on the Isle of Man. Ah, come on. Now I've lost all sympathy. Go and Which do, was, do what you have to do, but don't be going out as well. Exactly. Which was jammers, because I don't know if they're COVID-free or something, the other man, they've, they're, they're able to have nightclubs open, and then this mup comes in as jet ski and potentially brings it back. And because the nightclub was hopping, I, I don't know how they, like, they were hardly taking names on the way out. I don't know. But his true identity was found by Monday. And then this happened. So he's going to spend Christmas in prison. Wow. What a story. That's a movie. And I don't even know where he got the jet ski, because it was his first time, so where oh, did Don't he... tell me he nicked it or something. I don't think so. Where would he? Li- where would you leave it though? You get to Douglas. He's probably abandoned it on the on the shore. But the jet ski's worth a lot of money. I know, but you, you don't care. He's it's not probably not his. But if he borrowed it from your pal, either he stole it or he borrowed well, it. Maybe so he bought it on something like Dundee or whatever. Genie Mac, the what UK was she Dundee. saying to him on on her DMs? <laughs> Wait till you get over what here. What was she saying? If you get over here in your jet ski, the, he he lost his mind. It's it's like fellas. You know when you read about the ancient stories of mermaids? Yeah. She's on a big rock called the Isle of Man, and he. He just couldn't resist travelling towards her. Dale McLaughlin is his name. He, I mean, when he does get it's out... It's a movie. 
Holly and Philip will want to talk to him. Dale, write a book. There are people who want to talk to him. Four and a half hours. Never let go of that throttle, Jack. Apart from apart from stealing, potentially stealing, and I don't know what he did. Apart from acquiring a jet ski, we don't know if he stole it exactly. We yet. don't know if he stole it. Apart from that, and ap- apart from breaking the COVID regulations, which is not good, and apart from <laughs> entering Isle of Man legally, and apart from going to a nightclub. <laughs> They didn't even meet on Tinder. They met properly. Old school. He was working. She was there. That's a movie. Although Tinder probably wouldn't it's get it, you four it, weeks in prison. It is very romantic. And he's it just is. Four, is she going to wait for him, though? That's oh, what I want to know. Come on, like. No, but is she going to wait for him? Is it like, Was it just a one-off or is, is this a relationship? It sounded like a second off. The first off was, one-off was in September and then he came back. And oh, that's how the movie ends. He comes out, after, like in the middle of February, he comes out at Mount Joy and there she is waiting for him on a jet ski. <laughs> Ah, they sail off into the sunset. Good story. Very romantic. The admiration goes back up a little notch for Dale. But, but then, but then. So we found out, somebody's texting, he bought the he bought the jet ski, which is even cooler, for two and a half grand. What was she texting him? Two and a half lids, which is quite incredible. Uh, I think we have a lady wants to tell us something about this as well. Hang on, hang on. I'm looking at a picture of him here. He's on the jet ski. He's in fairness. He's got like proper. He's got wet supplies. Gear. He's got wet gear on. He's got he's wearing a hat. And he's got a big backpack. So he's obviously brought sausage rolls and underpants. And Hi, my name's Orla, and my brother Ben is still in bed, but our elf is on the couch reading the magazine with my teddy and the lights. That's that's very nice to hear. I thought it was going to be with the jet skis. <laughs> so yeah, so the fact he bought the jet ski, that's you know we have to give him points for that. Yeah, two and a half grand. Take away points for money. the COVID. Shows you how much spare cash roof. He met have. her in September and he did this on Friday night in bad weather and he walked 15 miles. Yeah. Quite an achievement. And if he just had kept his mouth shut and they just had stayed with each other for the weekend. Would they not have just like, turned the lights off and lit they, the Isle of Man up? They probably did. <laughs> Before they went to the nightclub. Which again is breach of all the regulations. Yeah, that's, that, that is the thing. And I'd I mean, say there's a lot of elderly people on the Isle of Man. And, and there's plenty of people... Who, you know, wanted to have fun times? And, of course, and of held course. off. So, yeah, you can't you can't pick and choose. K. Birdie gets in trouble. This dude on his jet ski has to also get My in trouble. Jet ski will go on. So where's that jet ski now? She knew he was coming across the the sea. Well, did she? Did she must have? Maybe he just arrived at the door after walking the fifteen miles. I never thought that she. And she was it, like, if she knew she'd be there with a, seriously. She'd be there with a motor. Would she? She might have tried to talk him out of it, or with a motor. Yeah, yeah we don't know anything. He might have arrived at the door oh, and man. she said We need to talk to her What are you doing here? And he's wet and he's covered in cold And his feet are killing him And she says come in you'll catch your death How did you get here? Cause we, I, we need to talk to I we, think even We need to talk to Jessica I don't even There was an airline Manx Air or something that flew there I don't even know if this still operates I don't even know if you can fly to the Isle of Man You must be able to Ryanair don't I went over on a ferry once And so there's two ferries When you go to the Isle of Man in Douglas yeah. So there's there's this there's this pier, and the Dublin one is on one side, and the Liverpool ferry is on the other side. So okay. Because yeah, we're pretty much halfway between Dublin and Liverpool, and I was on the the Dublin ferry coming home, and the intercom came on, and this guy with a, like with a Irish accent just goes, uh, "If you're on the ferry, uh, good morning everybody, and if you're on the ferry going to Liverpool, you're on the wrong ferry." And then they roared like you hit them all in the on the bridge of the boat, just roaring, laughing. Only joking. You're on the one to Dublin. See you later. <laughs> bye. <laughs> Everybody's. I run the wrong one. They're right beside each other. Panic. I so. just think you know uh, you you could give him a little bit of uh, leniency. Four weeks. Aer Lingus regional flight. The other man. Okay. Yeah, you got leniency. All right. Probably would have to get to Dublin to do that. And he's not from Ireland. That's a crime of passion. That is. It is a crime of passion. Exactly. In France, they'd let you walk for that. <laughs> FA104's Instagram with cover in a click. Young driver car insurance specialists. See what you can save. Cover in a click.ie. 10 questions, 60 seconds, 1,000 euro. FA104's Instagram. Is there. <laughs> Is there any other microphone? No, no, no. <laughs> oh, God. You're on your own. I can't do Instagram on my own. It doesn't work like that. It just wouldn't be the same. 
Come around here or something. I'd... I can't for COVID related reasons. <laughs> I can't for COVID related reasons. I'll go in the news booth, hang on. Go into the news booth or the news studio or. Yeah, hang on there now. Hang on there, Amy. Amy's from Klonski. No problem, no problem. Yeah, please hold buddy. your calls. Absolutely important to us. Um, I believe you're off to you have a table booked in Tribeca for the weekend. I do. I'm, I'm really excited. <laughs> have you ever had their chicken wings before? I have. I'm, yeah, again, too much. That's kind of my regular place. That was my regular last year when everything was open. Uh, there's no such thing as too much in 2020. Are you there, Jim? <laughs> Hello. How are you? Hello. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, Amy, uh, you've never played Instagram, but you've played it along. I played it along, yeah, every morning. And if you get all ten questions right, you know the story by now. You get a grand in cash. And do you know all the rules? Uh, almost, probably. I don't no know. No messing, <laughs> no googling, no okay. help, and okay. give us an answer to everything if you can. Okay. Fingers crossed. Okay. Best of luck. <laughs> Here we go. The game begins in three, two, one. Who is the current James Bond? Who is the current James Bond? Oh. Daniel Craig? If Dublin beat Mayo on Saturday's All Ireland, how many in a row will it be? Um, how many in a row? Uh you're out of time there. Okay. Which Irish TV star married comedian Ian Sterling last month? Laura Whitmore. Paraskirk Gardens are in which village in Wicklow? Enniskerry. True or false? Wonder Woman star Gal Gadot's name is actually pronounced Jal Jidoub. Um, no. <laughs> false, sorry. <laughs> Who is taller, Harry Styles or Taylor Swift? Taylor Swift. Oof. Is the French word if if is the French word for what food? Egg. Who? Which Dublin bridge is older, the Samuel Beckett Bridge or the Rosie Hackett Bridge? Um, Samuel Beckett. What chocolate company makes the chocolate orange? Kerry. And which Premier League team are known as the Foxes? Oh, Leicester. <laughs> Was that a guess? Leicester. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my dad loves Leicester. Does he? That's right. Yeah. Leicester's correct. What? Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Do you want to know a fact about the chocolate orange, by the way? It's the yeah. most recyclable chocolate in terms of packaging and everything that you can buy. What is? The, cho- the cherry's chocolate orange. Oh, it's it cardboard is? and silver foil. The Ferrero Rocher is one of the worst because of all the plastic. Cherry's is my favourite. Terry's lovely And Terry Fahey works in the strawberry alarm clocks Also lovely What word did you say for the French word for if? If it's She's egg She said egg which is correct Okay What did you say for the Liffey Bridge? She I said, said Samuel Beckett Which is correct <gasps> What did you say for who's taller Harry Styles or Taylor Swift? I said Taylor Swift Harry Styles is two inches taller than her. Oh no! Yeah. And do you know what else? I know you were out of time. I, I know you got the word six out. So. We technically call it a nine, wouldn't we? No, it's a seven. Oh! How did yeah. I go from nine to seven? No! Because well, you got. Uh, oh yeah, maybe it is. Sorry, I'm in a different <laughs> studio and there's a delay. So. Okay. Amy, uh, have a story blown for a cuddle mug. Harry Styles will forever be etched in your memory. Oh, God. I yeah, guess Taylor Swift, too. Will. I thought Taylor Swift, I've got a, I got a photograph with her. I thought she, because she's quite tall, I thought she she'd is. be taller. Oh, that's a killer. Yeah. All right, thanks a million. How strange that we mentioned Les Battersby in Instagram, and there's a story about him this morning. Because uh, he said that Bruce Jones, who played Les, said angry fans are ordering him to return to the soap to help Tragic Leanne. What's wrong with Tragic Leanne now? She's had an awful lot of bad luck. Well, I won't really go into it. Cause it's Peter Barlow. It's, it's very bad. His annoying kids that she had to adopt. Well, yeah, well, it's unfortunate you should say that now, Nobby. <laughs> Why? 
There's not someone else that's dying in Coronation Street. That that kid died. What? That in the soap now. It's a soap. Lad. Simon. Well, he's a man now. No. Oliver. No, no, no. Simon's. Our fictional of son Oliver kid. died. Okay, I, have, I, I don't really watch it. So <laughs> Neither do I. When Simon's okay, it's. Cr- and there's a reason I don't watch it. Because 2020 has enough exactly. going on. I don't I, need it. I mean, Carrie was never. I don't think it was ever as bad as uh, as Eastenders, but that kind of getting there. That now. sounds like it is. It's getting there. Wow, big time. George Clooney has said that Idris Elba should be the next James Bond. Well, he played Batman, so I mean, clearly he's never going to let that man. go. Are you? I mean, he's done other work. You know, he's he's, he's yeah. Nescafe has Nescafe just pays for some of his low budget movies. That's what would call them. Nescafe, Nescafe. Uh, Mashan <laughs> Clooney ruled out playing the suave spy himself. He would have been a good Bond. He's too old. No, but he wasn't too old a few years ago. A few years ago, he was in AR. No, but like when he was sort of younger, a younger man, the hair yeah. was darker. He would have been a very suave man. Still is. I like, think you have to be from the UK or Ireland. You do. You can't be American, can you? And just about Ireland. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there was people at the time, I don't remember it, but when Pierce Brosnan got the job, they would have been like, he's a British spy, he's from Ireland, he can't be. He literally can't be James Bond. He's from but, Navin, yeah. But he, they managed, he managed to convince them, so well done. <laughs> Navin Bond. Like, when you think about it, like, you know? It's good, isn't it? I mean, he, he was very good, but... Little Mix have reportedly already stated they're planning their next album without Jesse. They're not splitting up. They're going to do that TV show that nobody watched. Um, Leanne, Perry and Jade um, all were supporting Jesse in her decision but they said look the band is safe don't worry about it we're going to keep going we're going to keep going for a long time the band is safe okay so they're already Famous talking about last words no I think they've no, they've probably known for months so they've been preparing so it's just the fans of yeah. us that it's like know. Brexit they've had four years to get used to it and they still don't know what the hell they're doing <laughs> yeah. but now Mix it. three it's Migsit Migsit Laura Whitmore oh, get on with it. has secretly married Love Island's Ian Sterling. That's the way to do it. No no Vogue magazine. They tie the knot no in hello. City Hall here in Dublin. Go on. In front of 25 people last month. Keeping it real. Despite <laughs> circumstances not being ideal, it was such a romantic day. Congratulations, Fair lads. Play. We had no idea. And when Laura Whitmore is based in the UK... Most of the time, isn't she? The two of them are because that's where their gigs are. Yeah, her neighbours, oh, good friends, are uh, they're all Irish and they're all oh, celebrities, yeah. right? Irish people have done good. Yeah, I, th- I think it's Liz Bannon and the the chef lady. The chef lady. They live on a road, like okay. They go around to each other's houses. Very good. Keeping it real. So you won't see it till next year, but the uh, Apple TV Plus Billie Eilish documentary, the trailer, has arrived. Here's a little taster. I just want us all to be in the moment for the song because I feel like in life we tend to do things and then we're always looking forward to the next thing whenever thinking about what's happening right now. And this is happening right now. We are never going to be in this moment ever again. So why don't we be in the moment, yeah? <laughs> one more. <laughs> There's two more shows. This is one. I'm the bad guy. So, Tom Cruise is on set. Uh, I don't know what's mo- what movie is this. Actually, I, I don't know the movie. Question. So he has seen some of his crew members not adhering to COVID regulations. And think about it, like you know, uh, like any business, you have to be completely strict about it, or you'll be closed down. And if a movie is shut down, it means gazillions, gazillions. Uh, so, an embarrassment for Tom Cruise. Obviously, somebody uh, secretly recorded Tom having a knickers. At the crew, it, it was for Mission Impossible. Now, uh, the, whoever recorded this has sold it, so I'd imagine you have to say that to Tom. I don't like. Is that person who no, are no, they? They probably made more money from selling it than they probably making on the movie. That's, so that's <laughs> I'd say Tom might have a, a few words for them it's when he finds this. You're back here in Hollywood making movies right now because of us, because they believe in us and what we're doing. I'm on the phone with every studio at night. 
insurance companies, producers, and they're looking at us and using us to make their movies. We are creating thousands of jobs, you I don't ever want to see it again, ever. And if you don't do it, you're fired. And I see you do it again, you're gone. And anyone on this crew does it. That's it. And you too. And you too. And you. Don't you ever do it again. So it goes on for about two and a half minutes in total. Yeah, he sounds like he's under a lot of pressure. As he would be making a massive movie like Zoom that. Zoom meetings every night with movie companies, that'll do it to you. You know? Zoom fatigue is it is That's a thing. thing. Yeah, yeah. It's a thing. It's are a real suffering thing. Are you? So <laughs> if I spoke like that to, <laughs> I don't know if it's HR in Tom Cruise's <laughs> world. Is there a HR department? Oh, he's very annoyed, but like he doesn't want everyone to lose their gig. So in fairness yes. on this one I support I stand with Tom. He's grand. He's he's kind of more just defending the people that are of you know normal jobs. I had a teacher who spoke to us like that all the time. All the, you see, all the time it's you can't you don't take it seriously. Near, well, time. nearly all the time, but like pretty much that reminds me of just you know head down like oh jeez, oh jeez, <laughs> no eye contact. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, I'm not sure if the person who saw the video is going to work today. You never know. He sounds like the Grinch. He wouldn't be hopping on a jet ski for the ride. <laughs> <laughs> oh god No That's true It'll be a private plane I think uh, <laughs> Private jet Shits Creek has given All I want for Christmas A mashup Oh yeah I don't want a lot For Christmas There's just One thing I need I don't care about When presents Underneath the Christmas tree I don't need to hang much stocking. There. Up on a fireplace? Santa Claus? Won't make me happy. With a toy on Christmas Day. Okay. I just want you to my I get it. You get the idea. I get the idea there. You could ever. No! Here comes the funny. Yeah. Make my wish come true. Congratulations to Laura Whitmore and Ian Stelling because they got married last month uh, in secret, which is. The cool way to do it. Yes, in Dublin, by the way, in city uh, city hall, I think they got married in. So congratulations to those two. And there was twenty five people, and it was a low key affair. They couldn't do the big whopper uh, wedding. But how do they get married in Dublin? It's a small place. And, nobody and know. It doesn't get out for a month or whatever it was. Because they must have sent on the invi- in the on the invites. If there's only twenty five people. It's very e- easy to contain. I'd say mostly family. And I just they they must have said, look. Tell no one. Yeah, true friends wouldn't put it up online. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. This is the Zig and Zag Christmas charity single. What I'd really like for Christmas is uh, a four-man tent, uh, some action figures, and uh, cash. Yeah, some cash. (laughs) I'll tell you what I want. I want a beat. Oh, yeah. That's real groovy. I'm trying to do a Santa list here. I've only got 18 pages written. You. I think it's reimagined. Didn't they have this? This is their anniversary 1990 song. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so I gotta do this rap stuff? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, rock then. Christmas is coming, the beat's getting fat. Let's bust the move and my baseball cap. Christmas pudding with cucumbers on top. I go hyperactive with all the fizzy pop. Oh, yeah! It's ringing a bell. If you want to go to childhoodcancer.ie, you can download, you can donate. I definitely heard this, but yeah, it's good. Yeah. I remember. They even got Mr. Spring back to do it. Wow. Very um, good. Very now, good. speaking of charities, there's a great charity, the Simon Community, and that is what uh, everyone is going to be donating money towards on Friday night Hosier Glenn Hansard Bono on the Edge uh, Imelda May you name it Steve Gardner there. Codeline Lisa O'Neill Declan Rourke Danny O'Reilly Roshino everybody Finbar Fury they're all in there and uh, that'll be a late late show special because they can't do the 
Christmas Eve Grafton Street thing but in fairness they'll make much more money this way they probably will we have a very special Late Late Show for you this Friday I have to say it's like something that you have never seen before some of the most beautiful songs from the best and brightest and most brilliant of Irish artists right here on the Late Late Show for the Simon community this Friday it makes more sense they should do that probably every year then ah no yeah the buzz has been in Grafton Street with people and ah, it's Christmas Eve Grafton and Street people are trying to do their shopping <laughs> if you haven't done your cr- sorry now if you haven't done your shopping by half four or five o'clock Christmas Eve have, you, ne- have you never seen how many men are around that <laughs> so George Clooney said that Idris Elba should be a Batman or a, a, a James Bond <laughs> we were talking about Batman earlier yeah, <laughs> James Elba's Batman he thinks he should oh it's John Luther here I'm Batman yeah uh, uh, look it's the rumour that won't go away every time you think it's gone it comes back mm. so it's not coming out of nowhere. Harry and Meghan's podcast. Oh yes, you heard me correctly. They've done a deal, haven't they? Here the Sussexes in their new Spotify venture. The royal couple will say uh, they love podcasting because it reminds us of uh, the moments and to really listen. They've already signed a deal to become the film and TV producers, and now the Duke and Duchess of Sussexes are become, are going to become <laughs> podcasters. Harry and Meghan will produce and host podcasts for Spotify, and uh, here is a little. Is this a teaser of what they're going to do? I, I don't think we have a... Well, here's Harry and Meghan podcast. We, we have a teaser of it, do we? Yeah. 15. 15. Let's 15. have a listen to this. No, say it, because I think it sounds really nice with your accent. Well, Archwell Audio. Arch, yeah. Archwell Audio. I mean... First up... Is a holiday special. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, ding, God. Ding, 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 ding. We can't wait to share God. it with you. It'll be out later this month. We're talking to some amazing people. They're going to share their memories that have really helped shape this past year, which has been, as we know, a difficult one for everyone. So many people have been through so much pain this year, experiencing loss, a huge amount of uncertainty. But it feels worth acknowledging that 2020 has connected us in ways we could have never imagined through endless acts of compassion and kindness. And what really matters is clearer now more than ever. You're Grant <laughs> Don't search me Search Snow TV Yeah that'd be more My, my street Oh, oh dear Jesus now, In fairness There's loads of podcasts And I go Oh I must have a listen to that I like them I like, I like her I like him <laughs> They're singing along To the jingle and I, No but I listen to the podcast And I go Oh yeah that's great I'll have a bit of that do, 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 Sometimes do. they're amazing Like Tommy's one With Hector And Larita I love that But There's some I, I won't even mention The ones <sighs> I've heard and they are like, like the, it's just unbelievably bad. That's car crashy. Car it's crashy. like unbe- like they, there was one I listened to the other day, and they left in an hour and a, it was about a, nearly an hour of them just checking their microphones. That's shocking. Is that working? Is that working for an hour? I know people like crime. Uh, there is a new docu series on Netflix from today called Ripper. It is about the Yorkshire Ripper, uh, a man who devastated families and lives. Horrible guy. But yeah. people are so into crime and yeah. true crime it's one of the things in our brains that just goes oh I want to find out more people buy, used to buy the magazines with the special holders now they watch Netflix documentaries <laughs> it's called Ripper it's on Netflix from today and Paul Meskel has shown off his new dance skills he's, it's not just about normal people uh, he says it's something completely different for him first and foremost I'm not a dancer when I went to drama school I, it was part of the training that I really enjoyed so we rehearsed for two days everybody was a bit sore when I went home you can dance all over me, Paul. Who was that? Huh? It is the Strawberry Alarm Clock. It's F104. It's 9.14. So, this came to light last night. I was swiping on the phone, as y'all do, and I saw this, and I was like, oh, clickety-click, I'm having a lick of this. So, in I went. So, I know some more facts about this, by the way. And, bri- brief to give you the overview of the story, if you don't, a guy uh, who was a roofer he was on the Isle of Man in September doing some official work he'd been quarantined and it was all legit yeah. meets a girl meets a girl night out they hit it off big time it's now December it's like the weekend just gone he hasn't seen her in three months really misses no, her he still thinks about her he's applied for two visas to get back on the island gets rejected rejected gets himself a jet ski jet skis across the Irish Sea for four hours 30 something miles from the west of Scotland it should have taken one hour but because the, the because it was so choppy it took him four and a half in rough sea conditions 
Then when he gets makes land, he has to walk 15 miles to our house. We don't know what he did with the jet ski, whether he just ditched well, it at the shoreline. He must have ditched it because... He bought that for two and a half lids. Now, he broke the COVID regulations, which means that you, you're not allowed to travel into the Isle of Man from anywhere else. Now, I'd, he, I'd but, imagine their COVID rates were but pretty what he low. Did, he did get himself tested four days before he, he travelled. And he's mad about this girl, clearly. He got himself tested, had a backpack, travelled, got there. I don't know what he did with the jet ski. That's the mystery part. Then walked 15 miles. She was unaware of this, apparently. Don't know what happened the first night he arrived. I'd say he was knackered. But the next night, they went out to a nightclub. swim. <laughs> they went to a nightclub. So imagine that. There's nightclubs in the Isle of Man because of, obviously, their low numbers. This is exactly the point of why they don't want outsiders coming in. So he did this on Friday. Goes to the nightclub... Uh, on Saturday night and the police are waiting for him we don't know if there was a random check somebody said something to somebody it's obviously a small place people talk it is very small so you'd know if there's a new guy in town they then went finding out where are you really from what's your name what's your address and then they were like aha he's currently serving four weeks in prison for what he did but the the text we've got and they're just rumoury texts is that he really is mad about this girl she's mad about him and he, she is going to wait for him. And there could be wedding bells. And I'm sure he'll be out early. You want four weeks. I mean, how, how tough is an Isle of Man prison? Is it, so, is, is it all right? Like, do you get PlayStation 5s? What happened to the jet ski that's worth two and a half grand? That's one question. Where did he get it? You know, it seems like he legitimately bought it. So who did he buy it from? When he he'd showed never, up, by the way, he'd never been in a jet ski before. When he showed up at her house after walking 15 miles. What did she say? After travelling four and a half across the sea. What does she say? What are you... What are you doing? How did you get here? You know what she said in your text? (laughs) That still stands, yeah? (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, her name is Jessica, I think, is it? Jessica Radcliffe. Yeah, she's Um, from the Isle of Man. She's 25, he's 28. As we said, he's a roofer. Um, so, like, apart from the breaking the law parts, as we said earlier, this is a very romantic story. Yeah, you know, it's a movie, like, like, and this it kind of sums up how difficult it is for people that have been in relationships, whether they locked down together or they they didn't see each other. It's been very tough. All he wanted to do was lock down together. Yeah, there was a thing on Channel Four last night about couples who have locked down together. Some have broken up, but they have a child. Yeah, so they agreed to stay together. There was another couple who in the lockdown after I think one date ended up staying together for whatever it is now nine months that's right I mean, you could follow them on I think it was Instagram they were putting their, their story up they, I don't think they were a couple but because she had to quarantine in his house he said you might as well stay here if you want to have a spare room so there's loads of stories of that so you can understand why people were like fuck it I'm going to risk it I'm going to get a jet ski of all the things though what about a rib like the jet ski's tiny by comparison to the IRC he was inexperienced using a jet ski as well, so like he could have easily died doing this. Jet skiing over choppy water, crazy. It's just a crazy thing to do. So I don't think he was thinking like a, a logical human being. And then a 15-mile walk with his backpack, that's yeah. going to take it out of you. Like. Tired, cold, shivering, hungry. He's, gonna, he's not going to be dry after that. No. Uh, now, we have reached out to Jessica, so if, if she comes back to us... Fingers crossed. It would be amazing. Yes. Irish Sea and fingers crossed. Um, have you ever done anything ridiculously risky and outrageous and just to hell with it? All in the name of love. Uh, let us know. I think it would be hard to, to beat that one though. Yeah, it would be good. All I can picture is Del Boy on a jet ski in only... <laughs> yeah. like that, yeah. So, uh, I don't... He got four weeks. So, he, he, got, he had a COVID test before he went. They COVID tested him when he got to the Isle of Man. He was negative in both. And they've realised that he's he's not a risk to anybody. So I mean, he did break the law, but he was he was doing the best he could do yeah. under the circumstances of a crazy man. Might be a pregnancy <laughs> test needed next. <laughs> what the sounds of things? Yeah. There's definitely something going on, something in the air because uh, we've talked about the jet ski, the search for love this morning, and also this went all over the place in the last few hours because a train pulls up at Pier Street yesterday. The screeching of the brakes and the metal. There's a man standing with a bunch of flares at the top of the train. 
and a woman steps off the train. Hang on, she's got an Irish Rail jacket on. What's going She's the driver of the train. And she walks up to a man who has the flares. And then he gets down on his knee and obviously wants to ask a question. So it's gone all over the place this morning. And we're going to be able to talk to Paula. Yes. Good morning, Paula. How are you? Good morning. Good, good. You're a train driver for Irish Rail. Yeah, that's correct. First of all, congratulations on uh, working in such a male-dominated industry. You're breaking the trend. Yeah, that's a difficult world at the moment for women, but we are getting there. Well done, exactly. Uh, and who's the man in the video with the flowers? <laughs> so now he's my fiance. What's his name? Connor. Connor. Yeah, Connor is his name. When you so you're obviously when you're when you're pulling into a train station, the Pier Street, as everyone everyone Dublin knows, you're obviously looking looking for lots of safety things. And if you see someone above, quite near the yellow line, what are you thinking? Yeah. But I was just seeing the the signals, the white signals, where I couldn't read it from far away. Right. And I was just seeing a lot of um, people, Irish personal, yeah, and a lot of people. And I was like, what is going on here, you know? And then at the, every time I was going near, you know, I started to read the signals. And the signals was like, uh, will you marry me? And then he was at the end. And then our song was on the... The intercom. On the, yeah, on the intercom of the station. So here in the background. Yeah. Now, when you saw the flowers, what were you thinking? Or like, okay, there's Connor. What's he doing at work? I'm trying to drive a train here. Well, first of all, I was like, I was not finished yet. I had two stations more to go. So I was like, what's happening with my train, you know, now? So then um, it was like, tell me like, no, no, go. There's another driver taking your train. No problem. It's all solved. So, um, so we'd sorted someone else to take over the train. Oh, yeah, yeah. He organized a lot of things. He had to move a lot of pieces for do that. So, yeah, yeah. And to organize this in the in the current climate must be very difficult because most people just go, no, no, we're not doing anything unusual. No, Irish <laughs> Rail was brilliant with that. So, wow, they, wow. all people were so, so helpful and so, so good. Well, they probably said, look, everybody needs a good news story, so let's yeah, do one. Yeah, 100%. But it was his intention, you know, that with the moment that we are passing at the moment, with the virus and all that, you know, so share this moment with people and the joy of this moment. and It's it's what everyone needs. So if you want to see Paula's video, uh, Cloda, at Cloda1990 put it up. I think that's where it went viral from. Yeah. Um, you don't know Cloda, do you? Or does Cloda work with no, you? No, no, no. She was a passenger. I okay. assumed that she was on the, She's waiting on for the train platform and, and she just uh, put it on. Apollo, where did you meet Connor? Because I met it, I'm from Spain, so I met it when I arrived here in Ireland. Right. He was a friend of a friend. Okay, that was a good way to find did, out. Did you fancy him straight away or did, did you have to do some work? Well, a little work, but not a lot. Okay. <laughs> did you, uh, I mean, were you expecting this proposal? Did you see it coming down the tracks? Uh, <laughs> no, I did I was expecting something, maybe in Christmas or something like that, <laughs> but not any chance in the, there in the station in my work, not like that. So he surprised me completely. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. So someone else takes your train, you two hop off. Uh, where did you go? Did you go anywhere nice? Well, not really. We just after we was a little, the brother of of him was there with the girlfriend, so he they had some prosecco, so we just had the chairs, and then we just get the train for go to to Clontarf because I had the car there and all, and I had to my driver's back and so all. You had to get back me. in the two. You got back in the train to get back to the car. Yeah. Oh man, you guys, you have to get married on a carriage. You know, on a carriage. <laughs> you have to. Yeah, <laughs> have your reception or something on the way. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah, that's a good so idea. <laughs> what's what's your favorite uh, dart station, Paula? We have oh, to we good, have to ask. Question, yeah. Well, I'm sure that now every time I pass for Pierce Station, I will be smiling and remembering the moment because you're never going to forget really, Pierce. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, real. And uh, is it tough driving a train? I've always wanted to ask these questions. No, it, no, it's not. Tough. It's it's a. It's and work that a lot of people can really do, you know. It's kind of hard, a lot of roles and a lot of things you have to know. But yeah. after that, Someone who used to work here and, <laughs> I dr- and I drive the train, and I also know a pilot, and the pilot learned how to fly a plane quicker than the guy who's driving the train. Yeah, the, he really is interested in trains because uh, well, we, we I met was, this guy last Christmas and obviously, yeah, going, what do you have to I do? I was six months of training. Yeah. For Israel, yeah. well, I, what I think was amazing was at the time as well he said to us that uh, they in the female changing room 
they had they were storing things in it because there were no at the time there was no female train drivers. Yeah. So as I said at the start, Paula is you know booking the trend here. She's again. Well, now every time it's starting, but it's so slowly. So hopefully in the next few years it will be much more woman. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, so deadly. Congratulations. Thank yeah. you so much. When will the, when will the marriage be? Next I year. don't know yet. Okay, <laughs> give her a chance, Jim. <laughs> well, probably. I mean, at this stage, probably will be 2022 before we get married because we okay. want to get married in Spain. So, yeah. okay. Well, because it's Irish Rail, hopefully it won't be delayed. What? Yeah. <laughs> Always on time. Yeah, that's great. Well done. Right. Congratulations, and uh, we might see you on the on the dart line soon. Perfect. Thank well you so done, much. Paula. Thanks for talking Thank to you. us. Thank you. Tell Connor he's a romantic old devil. Fair play to him. <laughs> Do you want to see that? It's, uh, and he put nobody at risk. <laughs> no, no, just himself. Yeah. Very close to that yellow line. Stand behind it. Train approaching. Uh. It's F104. Nice story. There are pantos on this year, but they're they're virtual or they're in places outdoors where you go in your car. They're drive through, aren't they? Yeah. Drive through pantos. <laughs> Apparently they're good. Do you get a Big Mac on the side? But nothing is as good as a strawberry panto. This is the story of two ugly sisters, Rizla and Chungwanda. Yeah, how are you? Yeah, how are you doing? Yeah, I can't find a man that saved me life. I can't find a man, I can't find me knickers. Where is it? I'm wearing yours and mine, my arse is that big. Jesus, not again. They were always very, very mean to their beautiful sister, Tinderella. She's not beautiful anyway, you're a minger tenderella. Uh, how are you gals? What are you doing with that phone? You're always I'm on, on the phone. Tinder. What's Tinder? Have you never been on Tinder gals? No, how was it war? You just, you swipe and you see loads of profiles of all these fellas. And you swipe right if you like them, and left if you don't. Right, right, and left. Give it a go. Hang on, yeah, right, go. hang on. <laughs> what are you oh. doing there? Oh. I'm swiping and flicking through them here. Go on, oh. do it again. <laughs> you see anyone you like? No, I'm going too fast. Now, that fella's all right there. What's his name? His name is Fourpack. Oh. I'm going to go and meet him because me and Chung Wanda were going to the New Year's ball featuring the famous DJ, Paul Dubs. Rizla and Chung Wanda got tickets to a New Year's ball featuring famous DJ, Paul Dubs. Right here. Let me see the hands of the year. Yeah, we're going to go and see Paul Dubs at the New Year's Ball. You're not going, Tinderella. No, you're staying here. So <laughs> you have to stay oh, I'd here. I'd love to go. No, no you no, can't no, go, no, you no, dopey no, wagon. No, no, you clean up after David. Come on, we go. You won't get in anyway. Little did they know that Tinderella had already spoken to Fourpack on her Tinder and arranged to meet him because she'd found 50 euro in her second favourite tracksuit bottoms. She was going to the New Year's Ball featuring Paul Dubs. <laughs> right here! Yay, I'm going to the ball after all. At the ball, Tinderella bumped into Fourpack and he offered her some gear. We met John Tanner there. Remember I was talking to you? Yes, I do. You want gear, do you? No, I wouldn't, thank you. Yeah, well, come on, we just look hanging out and all, we? Oh, okay. Oh, I love this challenge. You having a dance? Yes. What are you on the car? Tell me, like, guys, what are you on the car? Hands up, you are. Why are you called Fourpack? Because I'm a really, really, really big two-pack fan. <laughs> Four-pack and Tinderella raved all night, but she had to go at midnight because it conformed to her house arrest. In the rush to leave, she lost one of her runners. Oh, where's my sketcher? I found her sketcher. Where's she gone? With the owner of the pink and yellow sweaty shoe, please come to the stage right now, please. Four-pack searched Dublin high and low for Tinderella, but he couldn't find her. But he knew the girl whose sketcher that was would be the girl of his dreams. Ah, Farpack, how are you? I was hoping you'd call around. It's beautiful, isn't it? Come on in and sit down between us in the coat and see what pops up. Yeah, whatever girl fits this sketcher will be my boat. Get out of me, way. I'm getting in the guard. Stick me toe in the... Your foot won't fit. It's too fat. You've a big fat foot. All right, I can hear you. You've a big fat foot. She'll fit me for a pack. No, you have a bigger fat foot. Is there anyone else that will try me scatter on? What about you? You look familiar in the corner there. Oh, I'd love to try it. No, come here. Give us that shoe. 
Open up the window there and throw it out. Yeah, good luck. They're not yours, Hugh. Now, my intent is she's a dope when you eat. Oh, yeah. You'll have to throw the shit away now. How will I ever find me true love? Well, I do have the other sketcher. Oh, look at that. Are you Tinderella? I'm Tinderella. I met you on Tinder, yeah? I met you on Tinder. And you swipe right for me and I swipe right for you. And you sent me a lovely picture of an eggplant. No, no, no. Let's not talk about that in front of your sisters. Oh, it looked more like a baby's arm holding an orange. (laughs) Anyway, look, uh, do you want to go out with me, you know? Yeah, I'd love to. Are you related to these two hounds? No, not at all. Who you calling a hound? Damn you, Tinderella. Fourpack and Tinderella got together and lived happily ever after for at least two weeks until Fourpack sent her on a plane to Spain with a special package. Now she lives in Peru, in prison. Sure is that right? The end. Yeah.